We are continuing in the God said it uh, messages throughout the year. We are reading through the Word of God. Genesis to Revelation from January to December. Uh, and so we, we started back in at the first of the year with Genesis and just proceeding through the table of content, order of arrangement of, of God's Word, uh, which can be kind of confusing sometimes because next week when we start, we're going to do two weeks in Job because it falls on those Sundays. And, and the thing about that is, is Job is actually probably one of the earliest books of the Old Testament. Uh, it, it actually goes back to the patriarchal times of Abraham and that sort of thing. And so so it's interesting to get to Job, and, and the reason being is that Job gives this great argument for simply praising God. And then you get into the psalm. So right now, <clears throat> we're in Nehemiah. So I want to share with you, God said it. We've got the uh, the spoken word of God, which which we see in creation. God said, let there be light. Light. God said, let there be trees. Trees fish, birds, all of it. God created it. Uh, he, he just spoke it into existence. That is the, the power of our Creator God, to just speak it and it is, okay? Uh, we've got God's written Word, which, which is the Bible. It's all God's Word, Genesis to Revelation. It all is His Word. Uh, we read it, discern it by the Spirit's leadership, and then our responsibility is to obey God didn't call us to be editors or redactors. You don't get to cross out the parts you don't like. You don't get to cross out the parts that offend you, right? You just read the Word of God. All right. And then we've got God's living Word, which is Jesus. And the whole story of the Word of God points us to Jesus, okay? So that's when I mentioned this. Not that. that there's too much. I have too much stuff. This. This is, the, this is the Bible in a page right here, okay? Now, there's a few more copies left on the front row. They didn't all get gone last week. This is the Bible in a page. You've got the creation, the fall, sin. Then you've got a couple, a covenant, and a family. This is Abraham and Sarah. This is the covenant representation of the, 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 the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. Then you've got the people. Uh, this is the nation of Israel, the people group of Israel, formed into a nation as they came out of the Exodus, out of Egypt. Uh, uh, they demanded a king which led us, and every king of Israel always points us in the direction of the king of kings. You see? And the king of kings is what leads to the Savior and, and we, the body of Christ. So this is the whole Bible. Uh, here's the thing. This is what I tell people. You read the Bible. Just drop a pen anywhere in the Word of God. And it's all, it, it falls on this page somehow. Okay? So there's some copies up there. If you want one, we'll, I guess we'll put it out digitally and whatever else. I don't know. Jordan did this. This is, this is original art by Pastor Jordan Guy. There you go. I thought I'd share that with you. I didn't know he'd do all that. I thought he was going to give me, you know, just lines and stick figures, but he did a, he did a drawing. God said it, okay? And so as we study the Word of God, what we have to be very mindful of is how it applies to us. How, how do we see ourselves in what God is doing, what God has done, what God will continue to do. Today's message is simply entitled, Woo! Let's celebrate. Why? See, because today is Memorial Day. And I thought about this. I thought, how can we do a let's celebrate message on a day when we as a nation set aside to remember those 
who have died for us, for me, for you, who, who have provided for us an opportunity, right, of liberty and freedom. And yes, I'm all about let's, let's remember, let's uh, memorialize, let's do all those things. But folks, uh, to, to remember those who have given their lives for us and not look at it as a, as a celebration of what God's provided in that would be to dishonor the sacrifice made, right? So I want us to remember just a minute. I want us to think about a couple of things. Uh, it's interesting to me. I thought uh, I had some memories this week. They don't come often, but they do. Uh, we're going to pray in just a minute, but, but I thought about some things this week. Um, right here in our community, Right, we we live in the shadow of an enormous base up there, this marine base up here, right? And 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 every so often, you know, we get the account of of folks that that we're acquainted with, that that some of them have had a part in the gathering, that you know they get caught in some sort of conflict or or problem or something. Uh, the the recent um, situation, I think, it was in Norway. You know, we have two of the people that were on that crew that attend the gathering. You see? So, so, so the idea of honoring them is gratitude. It's appreciation. It's to be thankful. And yes, to not forget what they've given for us. So when we think about remembering and memorial. I am grateful that we can sit here today and celebrate and sing. And if you, I don't look at y'all dance. I know I dance on the front row. But the thing is, is we come together to celebrate what God has provided. All righty. So I want you to pray with me before we get into Nehemiah this morning. All righty. Our Father, we gather today and we give you thanks and praise that we get to be here. It is an incredible gift that that. That the way you set it all in motion, the sun comes up and we have morning and you don't sleep or slumber and so you greet us with every sunrise. And, and God, we are blessed. And God, part of our blessing is that we're a part of this great nation. There are a lot of people that don't want to call it that anymore. But, but God, we get to be a part of a great nation that stands for freedom and liberty and, and in that, this freedom to celebrate you, God. To worship you, God. So I want to thank you for the families. I want to thank you for the, the individuals. Thank you for this community and those that give of themselves and, and several who give all of themselves. God, we thank you. Praise you for them. God, help us not to forget that there are those who, who, who made this possible for us. And so we praise you. And then God, every time we get together for worship, we want it to be a memorial that you gave your son, Jesus, and he died for us. He made a way for us to celebrate and enjoy fellowship with you. And so we give you that thanks this morning. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. My grandma... All right, so y'all know this Y'all know this phrase, um, and I don't know it, so I'm going to quote it badly. Here you go. Something about if you don't... Uh, if you don't know or remember your history, you're doomed to repeat it, right? Y'all know that? Y'all have heard that, right? All right, so um, we're in Nehemiah today. 
You know, the people of God learned something in the Babylonian exile. And I'm going to point that out today as we look at Nehemiah. We're going to look forward into Esther because we won't spend a Sunday in Esther because it falls between Sundays in our daily reading. We're encouraging everybody to read through the Bible. Uh, we are Today's passage comes out of Nehemiah like 12, 13, 14 or 11, 12, 13, something like that. The passage that I selected for our morning message this morning is about the celebration. The celebration of return. The celebration of God's, God's restoration uh, of the people to the city of Jerusalem. And, and even bigger than that, not just the city of Jerusalem, but, but the, the celebration of the temple and worship and the presence of God. I can talk right over a phone, you You see, I mean, the thing is, is, that, is that, that, that God restored His people to Jerusalem. And that was important. So that's where we are today. You ready? My grandma was a short little lady. She was about big around as she was tall. She passed away sometime while I was in high school. But we lived with her for a year when I was in the something grade. See, I don't remember. Uh, and that's ironic that that's what today's about. We lived with her for a year after, well, when I was in the seventh grade. That's what it was. And so I got really close to my grandmother during that year. My grandmother always sat in a rocking chair by an oil heater in the hallway because that was the only heat in the house beside the cold fireplaces. And so she would sit there in a rocking chair in front of the heater. And she had her Bible, and she had one of those little Radio Shack realistic tape recorders where you punched the little buttons with cassettes, right? Some of the earliest cassette tape players, right? Um, and so she would sit there and she would listen to cassette tapes from church because at that point she'd gotten where she wasn't in church all the time. And my grandmother had always sung in the choir. My grandfather was on the back row of the choir. And, and, and I remember when my grandmother passed away. You know, I, she, she loved Jesus. She was a faithful Christian lady. And so when she passed away, I was like, yay for her. She, she gets to be with Jesus now. She gets to go and, and hang out with Jesus. And even as a kid in high school, I was like, yes, that's, that's kind of a good thing, right? Yes. And I remember I didn't cry when she passed, even though we were close. I didn't cry. And then I stepped up to the... You know, when you go to the, the, the funeral home and they, they got, you know, there she is in, in the casket. And, and some lady who knew her and knew me and knew our family stepped up beside me and said, she really loved you. And man, I just lost it. Just all of a sudden, Wah! right? Well, later, my sister was the one who got to kind of go through Grandma's house. And I don't know who found it. But somebody found the little realistic tape player and the tape that was in the realistic tape player was the tape from Cali Self Memorial Baptist Church from the first time I ever preached at 15 years old. Can I tell you all something? Why do I remember that? Because that's the kind of memory that makes me who I am today. Okay? And that's the kind of foundation that was built for me. That's the kind of things that I think back on and I go, God, 
thank you. And I'll go ahead and tell you, Willie May Owens, that was her name. Thank you for her. Thank you that she was grandma. Yeah, she was grandma. And, and she was the kind of grandma make you go out front and get a switch off the tree. She was. She had perfect shrubs for it. I'll just be honest. She had six kids of her own, so she knew what she was doing. But I look back in my memory, and then I remember that the first Sunday that I preached, and I've told y'all this part of this before, the first Sunday at 15 years old when I preached, only one person walked down the aisle during the invitation. And remember, we sang 47 verses of Just As I Am because the message was so short. But the only person that walked down the aisle, and she walked down from the right back, and it was Grandma, and she walked down. And she just wanted to pray with me. See? that That's memory. That's a, that's a remember. That's a memorial. I am standing here today looking back over the course of 40-something years and telling you about a lady who was faithful in her, her, her worship and her service to God. And she handed down that faith and that faithfulness, not only to her children, but to her grandchildren. You see? Now, my son's sitting right back there. He don't even know Grandma Owens. Never matter. But, but something of what she handed to me, you know, I've sought to hand him. So when we remember what has gone before, the intent of that is to celebrate what God has done. Here's the passage, Nehemiah 12. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sent for the Levites wherever they lived and brought them to Jerusalem to celebrate the joyous dedication with thanksgiving and singing accompanied by cymbals, harps, and lyres. Not lyres like they told a fib. No, uh, this is a thing. Um, the singers gathered from the region around Jerusalem from the settlements of the Nidophathites from Beth Gilgal, from the fields of Geba, from Asmaveth, for they had built settlements for themselves around Jerusalem. After the priests and Levites had purified themselves, they purified the people, the city gates, and the wall. So, so we've, we've been through Ezra and Nehemiah now. Ezra, as the scribe, has, has, has seen to the construction of the temple. Nehemiah comes in as the, the cupbearer to King Ahasuerus. And, and, and he's given the, the, the resources to come in and rebuild Jerusalem. And there is a great deal of uh, opposition. And, and, and the people that are living in the land during the exile, they don't want Jerusalem rebuilt. As a matter of fact, they petition the king and they say, don't let them rebuild the city. They'll be rebellious. They'll come against you. No, all that kind of stuff. But, but they build the city. And now we're at the point of dedication. But you don't celebrate the dedication without thinking back to everything that's gone before, to everything that's happened. People died when Babylon attacked Jerusalem. People died in the exile. People died. It's this thing where, where in dedicating the wall, they look back to where they've been and celebrate where they are. You see? So, so the idea there is, is that when we gather to worship, I tell you all the time, you can celebrate walking with Jesus Monday through Saturday. I'm not sure whose phone that is. Is that? Nobody. Jennifer, your phone's ringing. 
Okay. That's Jennifer's Bible, I think. Okay. <laughs> she just got back from Alaska. She's not on our time. All right. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> Here you go. When we gather to celebrate, what do we celebrate? I mean, you're here. Yay! Some of you are here. You're back after a while. Some of you are back from va- for vacation. Some of you, you know, what do we celebrate? We celebrate the faithfulness of God from before. I mentioned it, Memorial Day. Every Sunday we get together is Memorial Day because we remember that Jesus died for us. Right? That If Jesus hadn't died and rose again, we'd have no reason to celebrate. Okay? It's a Memorial Day every Sunday. Now, I don't want to minimize what the Memorial Day celebration represents. But when we celebrate, we have to realize what's gone before. And I look at these people. They, they gathered up the Levites from the surrounding community. They brought together the cymbals and the harps and the lyres and the singers and, and all these things and came together for this grand celebration, right? You know how long they were in, 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 in exile from the first deportation till they came back? Seventy years. Seventy years. All right, so let, let, let's be a little um, revealing now. Anybody in here over 70 years old and willing to admit it? All right, so here's the second question. Now, it's not a question. I want to tell you all about uh, um, 60 years. Hey, Bill, do you remember when you married Rayola? Do you remember the wedding day? Just <laughs> Y'all, Bill and Rayola celebrated 60 years Thursday, so. <laughs> I hope they're working on a book. We need it. All right. You see, we celebrate God's faithfulness. Why are the, 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 all right, so the city's not as grand as it was under Solomon and David. The temple is not as grand. As a matter of fact, we see one passage where, where they actually wept because the temple glory was not what it once had been. You see that? He goes on, he says, Then I brought the leaders of Judah up on top of the wall. So they built this wall, and, and some... Some, most archaeologists will tell you that the wall that they built was nine feet wide. So they brought all the leaders of Jerusalem up on top of the wall. They appointed two large processions that gave thanks. One went to the right on the wall, all right, so they get them all up on the wall at one of the gates, and they sent half the crowd around to the right of the city. They sent half the crowd around to the left of the city, is what it says. One went to the right on the wall toward the dung gate. I didn't want that job. Uh, Hoshiah and half the leaders of Judah followed along with Azariah, Ezra, Mishalem, Judah, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Jeremiah, and some of the priest's sons with trumpets and Zechariah, son of Jonathan, son of Shemaiah, son of Mataniah, son of Micaiah, son of Zachar, son of Asa followed, as well as his relatives, Shemaiah, Azrael, Azrael, Malilah, uh, Gilala, Maya, Nathanael, Judah, Hanani, with the musical instruments of David, the man of God. So see, they mention David's name. This is, this is remembering God's faithfulness. Right? Um, 
Ezra, the scribe, went in front of them at the fountain gate. They climbed the steps of the city of David on the ascent of the wall and went above the house of David to the water gate on the east. The second Thanksgiving procession went to the left. I followed it with half the people along the top of the wall, past the tower of the ovens, to the broad wall, above the Ephraim gate, and by the old gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, and the tower of the hundred to the sheep gate. They stopped at the gate of the guard. The two thanksgiving processions stood in the house of God. So did I, and half of the officials accompanying me, as well as the priest. Eliakim, Messiah, Miniamin, Micaiah, Eleonai, Zechariah, Hananiah, with trumpet, and Maasiah, Shemaiah, Eleazar, Uzi, Jehohanan, Melchizedek, Elam, Ezer, and then the singers sang with Jezrahiah as the leader. On that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced because, ready? God had given them great joy. The women and children also celebrated and Jerusalem's rejoicing was heard far away. See, this is the account of the dedication of the city being rebuilt, the wall being reestablished, the, the people of God returning to the city of God with the temple which represents the presence of God. This is a Thanksgiving celebration. Man, they got choirs and worship and, and, and all of that kind of thing. And, and, and one of the key messages in the midst of this is, is that they, they are consecrating the city consecrating, to be set apart as God's city where God has placed His name. See, what, what, what all is He accomplishing? Uh, he's accomplishing the, that first Persian decree of Cyrus that, that the, the exiles would return to Jerusalem. He's accomplishing the fact that the community is restored uh, they were promised in prophecy that, that they would return, that the community of Jerusalem would be restored, and they're celebrating it, that God has been faithful. The prophecy of Jeremiah has been accomplished. Uh, this, is, this is one of those stages of God completing His work. He's done what He said He'd do. I think this is just... You know, I didn't plan this passage for today. You know, we started reading in Genesis in January. This is the section of chapters that fall for May 29th, 2022, and it's Memorial Day. And I just believe God meant for us to remember His faithfulness. To remember the sacrifices made for me and for you. For, for, for this week as I was preparing for me to remember Grandma and her faithfulness to God. That, that, that she handed a faith to her children. And my dad in turn handed a faith to me. See? And I celebrate that not just on Sunday, not just one day in the calendar year, but I celebrate that every day of my life. See, it's cool to me to look back and, and to realize that 
See, we get to come together and be thankful, be grateful, appreciate what God has done for us. The wall's done. Read the end. Of, see, they're read, you know, this is the account that more than likely Ezra wrote of the return to Jerusalem. And the story's not finished there. You know, we look back 2,000 years to the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ and go, guess what? Victory was accomplished that day. We have redemption. We have salvation. Uh, we, 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 we receive that by the grace of God. The challenge for us is to live it. To live the victory that we've been given. I, I look at this body of Christ. It's interesting. I some of you know. Uh, uh, some Sundays I go and visit other churches. So last week I, I went up to Salem, where Danny's the pastor now. And and I walked in, and several folks said, "What are you doing here?" I said, "They kicked me out." And they went, <laughs> "Double take, right?" Do you know who those people are up there? They're our family. You know, I've been twice out to the Methodist church. You know who those people are? They're, they're my brothers and sisters. I've been out to Barlow Vista when Ethan and Denise went out there to join to, to be youth ministers out there. and They're, they're my family. You know, I, I, I went to Providence Baptist in, in Holly Ridge up there where Bo's the pastor. He, he's my brother. See? We are the community. Of God. See? And we celebrate that every day. Not just on Sundays. Not, not, not just when it's convenient. Not just when we feel it. A lot of people are all about that feeling. No. We celebrate God's goodness all the time. You see, we, we, we are set apart, consecrated unto God. That is a reference to holiness and righteousness. That God has separated us, sanctified us. We are His people. We belong to Him. So folks, we celebrate. So, I, 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 alright, I'm going to do a commercial, you ready? I want you to look around the room. Everybody look, alright, Rayola, raise your hand back there. Everybody look back there at Rayola, there she is. She's been married 60 years Thursday, this past Thursday, right? 60 years. She needs to be sainted. <laughs> and this comes from her daughter. <laughs> All right, here you go. Bud. Look around this room. How, we are the body of Christ. You know, God expects the body to be interconnected with each other. To, to, to be a part of each other. I told John one of these days, John, John's in the booth. Y'all can't see him. That's Pastor John up there. He is our community pastor. Here's my question for you. How connected are you to the body of Christ? See, I, I love it that we've got groups that get together. There's some ladies' Bible studies. They hang out and, and they study the Word of God together and they support each other and show up for each other. And we've got some men's groups, some men's Bible study, and they hang out and study the Word of God together. we got one men's group that they like chicken wings. They show up and eat chicken wings and talk about Jesus. All right? One of the things I know John wants to see is, is more of the body connecting with each other, right? You nodding? Yeah. See, 
connect groups, these community groups where, and, and guess what? All you need for a community group is for you to go, okay, I'm going to invite a couple of folks, so let's sit down and look at the Bible. A couple of weeks ago, I had somebody say, I want to start a group for a particular you know, group of people in the church that have this sort of similar, same experience. I won't tell it all to you because it's not unveiled yet. I said, well, talk to John. He'll help you get it done. If you want to start a Bible fellowship, Bible study, or maybe a wing-eating group, we'll help you connect it up. Because, folks, in the body of Christ, we need to come together for these celebrations, not just on Sundays, but all the time. All the time. You see that? That's what God calls us together. John's always looking for ways to add community. We talk about that stuff. Okay? So I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today. Yes, it's Memorial Day. Yes, there are families that grieve today. But I'm going to tell you what. God has been faithful and given us a reason to be grateful and to celebrate. Okay? Man, we wouldn't be here had God not loved us first. He loved you first. I'll tell you this too. He loves you most. He loves you more than Grandma. He loves you best. God's love is the best love. All right? All right. If you don't know Jesus, we want you to know Jesus because the whole story of God's Word points to Jesus. Jesus' death, burial, resurrection, His redemption, and there is a, a final consummation victory that God's going to achieve one day. You know, I have people all along right now going, do you think these are the last days? And I go, if it was, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm not sitting back going, whoops, didn't expect that. Right? No. If God said, this is it, I'd be like, whoo! Okay? I just want you to know that. That's why I don't worry about what's going on in the world. I had this conversation yesterday with somebody. Yesterday evening, sitting on the front porch talking on the phone. All the news that people like to get all bothered about has no effect on Bobby being Bobby Monday through Saturday. Sunday through Saturday. I'm still going to be me. I don't care what shows up in the newspaper. I'm still going to hang out with Jesus. I'm still going to hang out with people and tell them about Jesus. I don't care what happens in the news. Now, I grieve. Oh, y'all, last two weeks ago, and I, this is not, and I just sounds Anyway, I was in South Texas two weeks ago. I was in Mexico two weeks ago. Drove right up through there. I grieve over that stuff. I grieve for those families. I pray for them. I pray for the families in this community that lose loved ones. See? But every day I wake up, I celebrate that God is good. Do I understand it all? No. But I know God's good. Alrighty? So when you remember, remember what God's done for you. Maybe you got a grandma who prayed for you when God was giving direction to your life. Maybe you don't. But we gather today to celebrate that God is faithful. Okay? If you don't know Jesus, we want to introduce you. Pray with me.
Father, I thank You for today and just for Your goodness. God, so many things today just remind me and cause me to remember those that have gone before. God, we live in a broken, fallen, sinful world and evil things happen. Wicked things happen in our world. God, it's, it, it's the result of sin. It's the result of, of the fall. It's the selfishness. The self-centered nature of, of, of our fallen selves. And yet, God, You have redeemed. You have given us Jesus. And if there's somebody here this morning that doesn't know Jesus, we want them to know Jesus. God, I thank You that You've made a way. So we remember the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And we celebrate the opportunity, God, indeed the call that we have to be your people in this place. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.